Dobry den, jak si majesh? I'm Pavlina, host of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Join me Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for a bilingual hour of Ukrainian music, folklore, and factoids for the culturally curious. And at 12 noon, join Oksana for Nash Holos Ukrainian Hour, here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Сплеснула в долоні, коли я з'явився на світ. Голос хрипкий, відборіть не голене, що то за дивний плід. Має м'яже сталеві, та ще дві пуповини. Часто скальпель спинили, так що я зостався мужчиною, і я злокохучий. Такий же злокохучий мел. Я перший хлопець, я блунівці, мамо, я вельми злокохучий мен. Я навчився лабати рок-н-роли та блюзи, у черкасах придбав файні замшеві шузи. Я начистив до близьку свій новий лімузи, та чувайся райцентри стеблю, я у мами єдиний син, я злокохучий, такий вже злокохучий мен. Я перший хлопець, я блунівці, мамо, я вельми злокохучий мен. Такий прогріш гламурненький, я танцюю. Я вискочив на сцену в клубі «Гарячий мов метеор». Давай, зустрічай мене, райцентр Стебельов, це буде справжній фурор. Я майстерно вдарив по струнах, крикнув «Гей, гопалула!» Аж раптом із темної зали летить дерев'яне стуло. Я злокохучий, такий вже злокохучий мен. Я перший хлопець, я блунівся, куди ти лізеш? Я вельми злокохучий мен. Розбили на друзки гітару, та в поребрах якийсь козюн. Не прохавав райцентр стебльов, справжній мій рок-н-рол. Я начищу свій лімузин і поїду далеко ген-ген. Отвічаю, що Києву знає, який злокохучий я мен. Я злокохучий, такий же злокохучий мен. And that was Anton Mucharski with a song about a very bad man. Uh, very apropos for Halloween Day today, that song was called Zlokohuche Men. 
Dobrý den, šanovni radio suhačita. Vitaju vas vsih na radio peredaču Naš Holos, radio Krinskoho Korinja, jaka podijaci vam sihodni, tak jak i kožni serede, z 11. do 13. hodene na kveli CHLY, 101.7 FM, umisti ne najmo. Pri mikrofoni cihodenu je Pavlina, a nastupnu hodenu bude z vame Oksana. Jako ju što rišele, per bude z nami nastupnih dvoh hoden, me majmo dužici kavi novene na sjednišnji prošami. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you live today from CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm Paulette McCory, Pokininske Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this first hour. Oksana will be along at 12 noon to host the show in Ukrainian. I'm delighted to have you with me. We've got a great program lined up for you. It is uh, Halloween Day today, so we're going to be doing a little bit of a theme on that, um, musically anyways, uh, as well our recipe will kind of speak to uh, the season with uh, pumpkins. So stay tuned for that as well. We will have an interview with uh, Debbie Provence of St. Mary the Protectress Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville to give us an update on uh, what's going on there. So since tomorrow will be All Hallows' Eve, it kind of fits seasonally as well. As uh, So stay tuned for that interview as well. We'll have our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And we're going to st- to sort of a Halloween theme. Uh, we have a song now by Trio Maximovich, and this is not really a Halloween song, but it's kind of a scary story, and um, it's about being out in the woods and getting poisoned because you're a bad guy. So here is Trio Maximovich with a story about poor old Hretz who gets poisoned by his girlfriend because he's a two-timer. Trio Maximovich with Oi Nechode Hretziu. Чорний брони має, 
Up next, from the Nasholos Audio Archives, Ukrainian Food Flare. Hello. Here's a unique Ukrainian pumpkin recipe that will be a great hit whenever you make it. It not only looks great, but the flavor is out of this world. The pumpkin, called harbuz in Ukrainian, also known as pie or field pumpkin, cousin to melons, cucumbers, and squash, grows on a low trailing vine. The plant's flowers are large, beautiful, and a creamy white to deep yellow, and they are edible as well. Technically, it is a berry which we use as a vegetable. Generally, the smaller the pumpkin, the better the flavor. The seeds, husked and roasted, are delicately nutty, and pumpkin seed oil is a robustly flavored oil. If you love pumpkin as much as I do, then you'll love this recipe. So get your pans ready for Ukrainian pumpkin rice pudding. You'll need the following ingredients. Two cups milk, one cup long grain rice, two teaspoons salt, two tablespoons butter, two cups pumpkin puree, fresh or canned, three tablespoons sugar, one cup seedless raisins, one well-formed pumpkin with preferably a stem, one cup chopped blanched almonds, quarter teaspoon almond extract, and this is what you do. Heat milk in a heavy pot, add the rice and salt, and bring to a boil. Reduce the heat, cover, and cook 15 minutes. Melt the butter in a skillet, add the pumpkin and sugar. Plump raisins in hot water and then drain. Add raisins, chopped almonds, and almond extract to the cooked rice. Cut the top of the pumpkin to make a lid. Remove the seeds and membrane. Butter the inside generously. Fill with half of the rice mixture, then a layer of the pumpkin puree, then lastly the rest of the rice mixture. Dot with butter. Bake in a 350 degree oven on a greased heavy baking pan or a cookie sheet for about an hour or until warmed through. Spoon out filling to serve. This is great with roast meats, game, or as a dessert. Try it. It's Ukrainian. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives.
Wild and Crazy Brateha Dukene, which translates as Vipers Brothers. And uh, it's kind of a scary theme. That um, song was called Hey Zabava SSSR, and that's a Zabava about living in the former Soviet Union, which I suppose for the people living in it was pretty scary, <laughs> pretty much day in and day out. Brateha Dukene with Hey Zabava SSSR. Vesluhite Radio Peridachu Nash Holos Radio Krinskoho Kurinya na radio stansi CHLY stoyed any seam FM umisti nanaimo. Ovarit Pavina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you live from CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host this hour, Pavina. Well, there is a wonderful little church up. Uh, north of Nanaimo in a town called Parksville. It is um, called St. Mary the Protectress Ukrainian Orthodox Church. And uh, some very interesting things going on, kind of a maybe a well-kept secret on the island here. And uh, we've got Debbie Provence, who is the Vice President of the Church, here to tell us about um, what's going on, to give us an update of the recent changes and uh, some interesting things like awards and recognitions for this wonderful little church on Vancouver Island. So, Debbie, welcome to Nasholos. Thank you very much for having me here this morning. It's great. Well, it's wonderful to have you, and I know that there's been quite a bit of, of um, upheaval at the church over the last few years, but it sounds like things are settling down. I know that you had some problems with, um, after Father Chad left, uh, you were kind of left without a, a shepherd for the church, and uh, so tell us how that all worked out. Yeah, so Father now. Chad was transferred to uh, Kamloops, and so because there is a shortage of uh, ministers on the you know, in Canada, mm-hmm. we uh, recruited Father Roman Saplon from Vancouver. So his uh, he's responsible for the cathedral, and so what he does is he comes the first and third Saturday of the month, and we celebrate Divine Liturgy with him, which is really great. And he actually started with us last August. So we have had the privilege of having him come and support us. And so it's really wonderful. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's great. I knew him from when I lived in in Vancouver and uh, had gone to wasn't it wasn't my parish, but I did go there from time to time and of course the community is very close, so yes. the Catholics and Orthodox and yep. ev- and everyone else uh you know kind of knows each other. Father mm-hmm. Roman Saplan of course is the parish priest for uh, Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Cathedral on uh, 10th and Main. Yes. Yeah, and so he comes now, he's kind of like a, a it's like a mission church sort of. Yes. He, come on, he comes yep. on Saturdays. That's our status is a mission church. Mm-hmm. And so the church in Victoria um, ha- 
they they are also being served by the priest that comes from Surrey. So they have a service on Saturday as well. Oh, I see. But okay. their service is only the first Sunday, Saturday of the month. Okay, so so um, yeah, so there. I know that there was a uh, Father Chad served. Yes, both. he served both uh, congregations. That's correct. So it's so it's changed now. So yeah. so he's coming over on the Saturdays and and the uh, um, alternating Saturdays when Father Roman isn't here. What's do you have? Um, vespers. Or we will have things like our pierogi suppers, or we'll um, do things programs for the children or for the congregation however we also try to sometimes coordinate that when he father roman is here so that he participates with our congregation okay so so the alternate days there there's just no service or no no there is no there isn't we are our services are only the first and third Okay, and that's it. So yep. if there are five weeks that, um, or five Sunday or Saturdays in in the month, then sometimes there yeah. are, but it's always the first and third. Always the we first and third. We don't change okay. that and schedule. What, and what time? Ten o'clock in the morning is our divine liturgy. Okay, and then you've got fellowship after. Yes, lunch? we always have a great potluck lunch after, and um, it's really nice because sometimes you go to church and you just go straight home. This way, everyone comes and we visit and really get to know each other and celebrate our community with the potluck lunch after. How big is your parish? Um, I would say on average we get uh, 30 mem- thirty people come to church. Mm-hmm. There was one Sunday though I was it was so great. I had 12 children in Sunday school wow. and there was 12 adults. Uh-huh. You know? so <laughs> it's great. Oh. Yeah, we're really lucky we have uh, Serbian families, Romanian, Greek, Ukrainian. So we are a diverse uh, Orthodox community and we encourage anyone of the Orthodox faith to join us. Father Roman does the service 90% in English and 10% in Ukrainian. Okay, so kind of like our show here. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> a little bit for flavor. So that's so that's nice. And of course, somebody is, is not um, of the Orthodox faith, I'm sure they would be welcome to come and find yeah, out more about absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And Absolutely. Become baptized into the faith, or yes. they might, yeah. Okay, so um, your church, as I started out saying, has been kind of a well kept secret. Other well kept secret is uh, some awards and recognition that uh, you've received. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, so this last year, um, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church of Canada has been planning and doing several events across the country to celebrate a hundred years of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church being here in Canada. Mm-hmm. There was a big celebration in Saskatoon, and at that time, uh, they requested submissions for um, individuals and or churches, groups that really contributed to the growth of the church. Mm. And so Vic Blasco, in our conversation, con congregation congregation <laughs> and myself and uh, were recognized as individuals and our church was recognized because of all the things that uh goes on we have managed to stay strong and grow and provide leadership as a mission church um so uh, that recognition is really great so then tell me a little bit about uh, uh the, i mean I remember when I first came here, uh, I think Father 
was Father Bruce Power was involved, was he? Um, a- anyways, we both yeah. kind of came over at the same time. But uh, at any rate, I remember him uh, talking about how it was, you know, it was always kind of a struggle, but you're always hanging in there. We have always <laughs> been in there. We began, the original congregation began in Port Alberni. Um in the mid 50s and then we just kind of dwindled and we attend we wanted to see if it would make a difference in attendance so we went to Yates funeral home for two years and we grew so then we purchased the property we sold our property in Port Alberni and we purchased our property in Parksville okay and I think that's a Pretty close to 12 years ago already, if not 15. Yeah, the, the clock ticks away and I lose track of it. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, yeah. <laughs> so so you've been um, hanging in there and growing. And so growing, like, absolutely, yeah, that's yes. Great. Yeah, well, it's great that you've opened up the, um, you know, your doors to other, you know, other ethnic groups and there's uh, absolutely no um, no exclusion there at all. Yeah. Yeah. We try to be very inclusive and we have... Yeah. Yes, it's about we we have a strong sense of community um, within you know the church and orthodoxy and looking after ourselves as ourselves and the community that we live in. We have three um, community projects that we can uh, contribute to. One is our bishop in. Edmonton is connected with orphanages in Ukraine, so we contribute financially to that. And then in Parksville, we contribute every service to the food bank and also to the Mana Society. What is that? That the Mana Society looks after the homeless in Parksville, and so every Saturday morning. Um, they provide food, clothing, spiritual support, um, and link individuals to services um, that they need in Parksville. Oh, wow. Well, you know, one of the things that that happened a little while ago that was quite shocking, seeing as you're so community-minded, uh, was the vandalism. Yeah. Now, that was pretty close. Yeah, I guess a year and a half ago, um, it was very, very traumatic. There was an individual who came and really vandalized the church. Um, and so since then, he ha- has been charged and he wrote this wonderful letter of apology. And we are in the process of recon- re- uh, reconciliation with him. And we're in setting up a meeting to meet with him so that we can say to him that we accept his apology. And when you're uh, under the influence of drugs, which he admits that that's the state that he was in, oh, mm-hmm. you're not always thinking clearly. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. And we want to personally give that message to him. Oh, that's nice. Was he a young a young person? Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, he is. Yeah. He is. <laughs> he's really turned himself around since then. Oh, that's he's nice. been in treatment. He's uh-huh. a mentor. He is working. And so maybe doing the vandalism to our church was part of his path to, you know, with God's help to be the great person that he is. Wow. That is so generous. <laughs> but that's that's what you do. 
Yes, that is what we do. Yeah. So that's so that's nice. So, so we've got a young person that's um, somehow through doing something bad. Well, God always turns so, things things that are around. bad, and He makes something good out of everything that's bad. So yeah. you just have to have faith. So, which you have a lot of, <laughs> and that's what your church is all about. So you've got uh, back to the community. What are so, you have some activities? You mentioned pierogi suppers. And oh stuff yes, like that. So, so always the last Friday of the month we'll have a pierogi supper um, with the exception of December and January. December because there's so much going right. on with Christmas and mm-hmm. then our Christmas is in January right. and so we have extra services plus we do caroling um, and then every month we do things so in November um, we will be acknowledging the Holodomer which is which was the man-made famine in the Soviet uh, Ukraine from 1932 to 1933 where um Millions of Ukrainians were killed, and so we'll do a memorial service um, in our second service in November, recognizing that. Okay. Also in the no- November, we will have a Pushchenya, which is um, the last little hoopla before <laughs> we go into um, a season of fasting. St. Philip's Fast. Yeah, Philippe before... Yeah before christmas okay um so what what are the dates and times okay so both of those activities will be at our third service so what we'll do is we'll um you know the church service is at 10 Uh so i I don't have the details we might actually (laughs) do the pushinya on friday night okay and then um have our divine liturgy on saturday and Okay, and so th- the extra memorial service. Okay, so those things are still yes. to be decided. So, how then do the people um, keep in touch with you and find oh, out? Anybody is welcome to call me. My phone number is two five zero seven two nine six one four three, and you're on Facebook as well. Uh, yes, Joy is in charge of our <laughs> Facebook, not me. But yes, we have Facebook, so you can look us up on. St. Mary's... St. Mary the Protectress Ukrainian Orthodox Church. Yep, there you I, go, Paula. I it. You know it all. <laughs> I follow you there. Yep, yep, for sure. Joy and I were actually... That's, this is how you ended up yes. being here today. <laughs> so we can thank Joy for, for bringing us together today. And so tell us once more then... Um, the the time the services okay our services are always the first and third of the month at 10 o'clock in the morning we have our divine liturgy everyone is welcome and then to sit down and have the potluck lunch with us after okay and you've got um the upcoming events which will you'll be updating on facebook and your pierogi suppers uh, are the last friday of the month at what time uh five to seven okay and you can eat in or take out in in or take out absolutely so what's on the menu oh we always have you always get 12 pierogies on the plate a dozen and then if you want the sausage you get sausage but every plate also then has your onions coleslaw sour cream and you get a dessert and your beverage together wow what's the cost it oh um just the pierogi platter is 12 and if you have the sausage it's 14 it's a deal it is yeah wow. and it's, it's a fundraiser for the church yes class. it is thank so, yeah it is so you can carry on doing the wonderful things that, yes. that you do great and okay and so that's 5 to 7 p.m on last friday last of the month. friday of the month except for december and january okay awesome all right, and so church services, 10 o'clock on Saturday mornings, the first and third Saturday of every month. And uh, we look forward to having some new guests come and join us. Check us out. 
Okay, well, thank you so much, Debbie Provence, Vice President of St. Mary the Protectress, Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville, and that's located at 594 Carl's Way in Parksville. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. Back to some music. We've got up next uh, the Kiev Orchestra of Folk Instruments with a song about, it's called Ususi the Khatabila, and that is a song about a neighbor who lives in a white house. And I guess it's sort of on a Halloween theme because um, kids go trick-or-treating to their neighbor's houses. So, well, that's as close as I can get. We don't have a lot of Halloween songs in our repertoire. <laughs> so here's the Kiev uh, Orchestra of Folk Instruments with Ususi the Khatabila.
Performed by Hrushchi, and the vocalist was Ina Lechovid, and that song was called Pavuchuk. And again, a little bit of a, a spidery Halloween theme. We've got a story now about, on a th- definitely on a Halloween theme, um, pumpkins. And this is a Ukrainian folktale narrated by Linda Mikolayenko. It's not really a Halloween um, story, but uh, it is a good story about pumpkins. So uh, here is uh, Linda Mikolayenko narrating the Ukrainian folktale about the magic pumpkins. Welcome to Beyond the Blue Mirror a series of programs that celebrates the rich Ukrainian oral tradition. Each program features a folktale or legend, as well as a related real-life story, enhanced with traditional and contemporary music. My name is Linda Mikolayenko. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. 
Magic Pumpkins. Once there were two brothers who grew up in a very poor family. And when the time came for them to marry, Yura, the older brother, married a woman who was very rich. And I think he only married her because she was rich. But Mikhailo, the younger brother, well, he married a poor orphan girl whom he loved very much. But luck ran against Mikhailo. He only had his two bare hands to work with, and he did not prosper very well. Now, before they were married, Yura and Mikhailo were the best of friends. But after they married, their ways parted. And they quarreled, and one day, after a particularly heated argument, Yura angrily looked at his brother and said, I don't want you ever to set foot in my house again. Spring had arrived, and Mikhailo realized that he didn't even have enough seeds to plant a vegetable garden. He thought about the coming winter and became very worried. What will we do? he said to his wife. Perhaps I will have to go and ask my brother Yura for help. Go, said his wife. Perhaps this time he will be kind to you. And so Mikhailo set off to see his brother Yura. And when he arrived, he began to tell him how badly things had turned out for him. But Yura wouldn't even listen to him. He looked at him and he said, Don't you remember what I told you? I told you never to set foot in my house again. So Mikhailo came back home downhearted. Well, said his wife. No, said Mikhailo. He wouldn't even give me a single seed. What are we going to do? Don't worry, his wife tried to comfort him. You just never know how things might turn out. Now Mikhailo's hut was poor. But the swallows came every year, and they built their nests under Mikhailo's roof. And they laid their eggs, and the eggs would hatch, and you could hear the chirping of the little birds. But one day there came a great gust of wind, and it knocked down all the nests, and they came crashing down to the ground, and all the birds were killed, except for one. Mikhailo came and picked it up and saw that its leg was broken, so he brought it into the house and he wrapped a cloth dipped in milk around the leg and he cared for that little bird until the leg had healed and then he set it free. Well, a few days later, that same swallow returned with a pumpkin seed in its beak. And it dropped that seed right on Mikhailo's doorstep. Well, Mikhailo's wife was the first one to spot it, and she said, Look, Mikhailo, look what the swallow has brought us. Mikhailo was overjoyed. He picked up that seed and he said, Now we're real farmers. Let's go and plant this seed. And so they planted the little seed, and the seed sprouted. And the shoots began to grow, and the shoots turned into vines, and the vines trailed over the garden, and there were green leaves and golden blossoms, and then the fruit began to appear. One, two, three 
pumpkins that grew into three of the largest pumpkins that Mikhailo and his wife had ever seen. When the pumpkins were ripe in the autumn, Mikhailo said to his wife, Go, go bring in one of the pumpkins and we'll cut it and cook it and have a great feast. But his wife looked at him and said, I could not bring in one of those pumpkins by myself. You'll have to come and help me. And so the two of them went out to the garden and they brought in a pumpkin. They carried it in and they set it down inside their hut. Mikhailo took out his axe, struck it open, and inside were all kinds of food and drink, enough to last Mikhailo and his wife for many, many years. Mikhailo and his wife went back to the garden, and they brought in a second pumpkin, and they carried it in, and they set it down. Mikhailo took out his axe, But before he could strike it open, it burst open by itself, and inside were the finest clothes, enough to dress an entire village. By now, Mikhailo and his wife were very curious as to what might be in the third pumpkin. So they went back to the garden, and they carried in the third pumpkin, and they set it down. Mikhailo took out his axe once more, struck it open, and inside were gold and silver coins, so many there was no counting them. Well, Mikhailo and his wife were no longer poor, and they didn't have to ask the rich brother for anything ever again. But Judah heard about their great fortune. And he became very jealous, and he wondered how it was that his brother suddenly had become so prosperous. And so one day he said to his wife, Go to Mikhailo and find out how he became so rich. So Yura's wife went out to see Mikhailo. Mikhailo was not home that day, but his wife was there, and she told Yura's wife everything. She told her how they had had no seeds to plant, but how one day the gust of wind had knocked down the swallows' nests and how the little birdies had all been killed except for the one that Mikhailo had nursed back to health and how that same swallow had come back with a pumpkin seed in its beak that had grown into three magic pumpkins. Yura's wife returned home. Yura could hardly wait for spring to come again. And in the springtime, the swallows built their nests under Yura's roof as well. And they laid their eggs, and the eggs hatched. And then they could hear the chirping of the little birds. And Yura waited for the wind to come. And he waited. And he waited. But the wind did not come. And he grew more and more impatient until one day he took a long stick and he knocked down all the nests and they came crashing down to the ground and all the little birdies were killed, except for one. Yura saw that its leg was broken, so he picked it up and he brought it into the house and looked after it until the leg had healed and then he let 
the bird go. A few days later, that swallow returned with a pumpkin seed in its beak and dropped it right on Yura's doorstep. Well, this was exactly what Yura had been waiting for. And so he picked up that seed and he went into the vegetable garden and he planted the seed and sure enough, before long that seed sprouted and the shoots began to grow and the shoots turned into vines and the vines trailed over the garden and there were many, many green leaves and many golden blossoms but only one fruit, one pumpkin. Still, Yura was not discouraged. But he was worried that someone might come and try and steal his pumpkin from him. And so he stayed in the garden day and night until it was ripe. And then he and his wife picked up that pumpkin and carried it into their house and set it down. Yuda took out his axe, struck open the pumpkin, and out burst a huge flame, and the house caught on fire and burned down with everything in it. Yuda and his wife were lucky to get out alive, but now they were left with nothing. But Yuda was too proud to go and ask his brother Mikhailo for help, and so he took a sack and put it over his shoulder and set out into the world to beg. But before he could get very far, his brother Mikhailo saw him, and he came to him and he said, A brother should never abandon a brother. Now you have learned your lesson. And Mikhailo and his wife shared their home and their food and their fortune with Yura and his wife. And Yura repented of his selfish ways. And together the brothers lived long and prosperous lives, generous with all that they had, and always remembered to say their prayers of thanksgiving. of the story of the magic pumpkins is that a brother should never abandon a brother. And there are many real-life examples of brothers helping one another. 
but how many can claim to saving their brother from a firing squad? Я народився в Новосибирске, Бобрецьке повітря, Львівська область. Було чотири брати, одна сестра. Я був середовищий. Як вибухла війна польсько-німецька, ну і ми то молоді. Бастап Гелнер was 20 years old in 1941, living in a village in Ukraine. His brother, Volodymyr, was two years older than he was and had been conscripted into the Soviet army. World War II found Ukrainians caught between the occupational regimes of both Hitler and Stalin. In opposition to them, an underground movement emerged in 1942 with the ultimate goal of an independent and unified Ukraine, the Ukrainian Insurgent Army, Ukrainska Povstanska Armia, known as UPA. Ostap joined UPA. Over the war years, he never heard any news of Volodymyr and wondered if he was even still alive. When the war ended in 1945 and Ukraine fell under the rule of the Soviet Union, UPA continued its struggle. By this time, Ostap was in Lviv, often making his way to secret meetings to keep informed and receive instructions. It was a dangerous time. One day he was on his bicycle when he was stopped by two Soviet military police officers. Any young man could be viewed with suspicion, and Ostap found himself with an officer holding him by each arm being led to the police station for questioning. He knew what would await him when they searched him and discovered the gun he was carrying. Each minute they walked down the street, he became more afraid. Suddenly, he heard someone call out his name. His brother, Volodymyr, still in Soviet uniform, on duty as a chauffeur, was driving by in a jeep and had recognized him. When Ostap realized it was his brother, they embraced The officers released Ostap to the higher-ranking Volodymyr, and the two continued their joyful reunion in a restaurant over coffee and beer. After that brief visit, they bid each other farewell. Ostap eventually ended up coming to Canada in 1948. He didn't see Volodymyr again until he visited Ukraine in 1990. But to this day, in his home in Montreal, Ostap is grateful for the miracle of the unexpected meeting that allowed his brother to save him from certain death. Beyond the Blue Mirror is a series of programs that celebrates the rich Ukrainian oral tradition. I would like to acknowledge the support of the Canada Council for the Arts. Je remercie de son soutien le Conseil des Arts du Canada. I would also like to thank Ethnic FM CKER Radio for the Roger Charest Senior Award for Broadcast and Media Arts administered through the Ukrainian Resource and Development Centre at Grant McEwen College in Edmonton. 
The folktale in this program is based on The Magic Pumpkins from the collection of Ukrainian folktales translated by Irina Zheleznova, published by Dnipro Publishers, Kyiv, 1981, and also Brotherly Love from Tell Me a Story, adapted by Amy Friedman, distributed by Universal Press Syndicate, 2003. My gratitude to Ostap Gilner for allowing me to share his recollections with you. Introductory music for this series is taken from Dance 5, from the CD Prairie Nights and Peacock Feathers, performed by Paris Duqueux, distributed by Olesya Records. This program also features the folk song Des Rodeni, performed by Canada's National Ukrainian Festival Choir of Dauphin, from their CD A Treasure of Our Songs, and the instrumental arrangement of Family Harmony, from the CD, Jeffrey's Musical Restaurant, Ukrainian Feast, performed by Jeffrey Stefaniuk and Willie Hunchuk. I'm Linda Mikolayenko. You may reach me through my website, lindathestoryteller.ca. Thank you for listening. Сьогодні була з вами Павлина. Нагадую, ви слухаєте радіопрограму «Наш голос» радіо нашого коріння. Залишайтеся з нами наступну годину. Далі передаю мікрофону Оксані. Запрошую послухати трохи про історію і традиції розповість Оксана. Але перед тим я хочу залишити вас такими словами мудростя. Так у світі буває, що народ із народу користає. And our proverb of the week translates as this is a world in which one nation takes advantage of another. Well, my time with you is about up, but we've got one last sort of spooky song. It, the title is spooky, but it's a song that's, um, uh, we know it. It's very familiar, but Mandre calls it Kolomeka Dracula. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. till 12 noon. And until then, do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. If you're able to catch the live transmission of the show, make sure to use the fantastic new media player at www.chly.ca. If you miss the live transmission of any show, you can always catch the podcast. There's a media player as well as a link to the Nasholos podcast feed at our website, which is www.nasholos.com. We're also on Mixcloud, along with the other fine programs here on CHLY 101.7 FM. So stay tuned next for the Nasholos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by Wellness Wednesday, and learn how to be healthy naturally. And at 2 p.m., join Gord Bibby for two hours of great oldies on Groovin' with Bibby G. I'm Paulina. Thanks so much for listening. Do zusrichi.
Nasholos now has a Patreon site, and I hope as a listener you'll consider supporting the show with a donation there. Nasholos is not funded by government and has no corporate financing, so as little as a dollar a month will make a huge difference. Your money will be put to good use to help cover the myriad costs of keeping a show like this online and on the air. So please check out our Patreon page. There are links everywhere on the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com, or just go to patreon.com and search for Nasholos. Shcheradiakuyu. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.